Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Cricket Unfiltered, the News Corp cricket podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Menzel, and joining me on the line is Ben Horn, and this is a special emergency edition to sum up the latest Australian Test Squad announcement to the UAE to play Pakistan. Ben, I've got to be honest with you, I'm feeling very emotional after the announcement yesterday, especially with Glenn Maxwell being left out. Yeah, it's a massive shock, Glenn Maxwell's admission. Uh, that despite all the new faces, um, it's Maxwell's admission that really stands out the most. He has every right to feel aggrieved that he didn't at least get to go to India to play for the Australia A side and build his case there. So, look, I guess there's tough calls in every selection squad, but, um, you know, Maxwell's one seems harsh and uh, it's not the first time he's had to deal with something like that. Yes, and um, this is a developing story, Ben. At This morning, Justin Lang has been on the radio in Melbourne on SEN uh, talking about this selection and Jared Whateley put a lot of pertinent questions to him and Lang's response was that uh, Maxwell needs to score more hundreds. It's as simple as that and he brought out a stat that above A-grade cricket, Maxwell has, I think, 1,700s total, whereas someone like Smith and Warner has 70, 80, even Finch has over 40 hundreds above A grade. That's white ball included. What do you think about that logic? Well, I mean, it's sound. I mean, that that, that stacks up. I, um, my query with it would be that um, perhaps Maxwell is uh, being judged on slightly different criteria to others. Um, when you look at guys like Travis Head and Manus Labashangi who have made the squad. Um, so yeah, look, I think I think he's 
his push to get more out of Maxwell is entirely fair. But um, with what's happened with the Australian team, with uh, Dave Warner and Steve Smith being out, I would have thought Maxwell was, was worth the risk and, and worth the chance to go, OK, Glenn, this 12 months, it's now or never. Show us what you can do. And uh, if you don't aim up, that's it. I, I, I think he probably deserved that chance and it would have been interesting to see how he, how he, uh, how he took that. Yeah, um, Langer was put questions like that. He said, you know, Travis Head's only 24 years old, six years younger, and he's got 1,500s already above A grade. Uh, that was something Langer threw back at Waitley. He also, Waitley asked uh, Langer, Maxie didn't go on this Oz A tour and he's been left out. That seems unfair. And Langer tried to make the point that Maxwell's had a lot of past opportunities to score runs. It shouldn't just be judged on this one tour. And and then Langer said something really strange where he said, we've got to get to a point in Australian cricket where it's hard to get into the team, where people uh, are doing so well that you need to score a truckload of runs to get in the team. But, I mean, I just think that we're not at that point right now, so you can't bring up something like that when we're at a point when we need our most talented players in the team. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, you know, like the, the coach is entitled to have his gut feel on players. I mean, every coach gets that opportunity. It's, it'd be wrong if the coach didn't get the team they wanted. Um, and Justin Langer clearly is a huge fan of Travis Head. So there's the opportunity for Travis Head to really make this position his own. So yeah, until Travis Head has a go, um, who's to say he won't uh, he won't take that opportunity? So he's got the full backing of the coach and. It's going to be very interesting to see how how he handles that. Um, it, what that means for Maxwell, I'm not sure. I mean, you'd have to almost think that he's uh, he's not going to play Test cricket again. Um, but that's certainly not what Justin Lang is saying. But um, you, you would have thought if he's not going to make this squad, it's it's going to be hard for Glenn Maxwell from here. I don't mind the head selection. And we'll get to some of the other selections. I think overall, actually, the squad's not too bad. And there was a few calls that could have gone either way. And you do have to... It is a judgment call on some of them. But I guess, you know, a lot of this has been thrown on Justin Langer. But Trevor Hones, Greg Chappell uh, would have been very much part of this decision-making process. And, and I just think after the year Australian cricket's had... You want someone as entertaining and as popular and Maxwell in the team, and you don't want to leave the fans searching for these answers about why someone is not in the team. And they say Maxwell hasn't scored enough hundreds. Well, he's playing white ball cricket for Australia a lot of the time when other players are off uh, scoring county hundreds or scoring hundreds in the shield. He's playing white ball cricket for Australia, and he made a brilliant hundred down at Hobart last uh, summer in a T20 game. I mean... He made two seventy eight in a shield game. He's he's shown enough that he should be there. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess he's had a you know he didn't go that well in England, which I think has worked heavily against him. That was his first chance to really shine with Justin Langer as coach. So I really think that's probably counted pretty heavily against him. Whether or not that's fair uh, is another matter. But um, you know, prior to that, he'd actually had a really good shield season. Um, he's you know the only player in Australia who's actually made a hundred in India who's currently playing. <clears throat> so there is a lot of a lot of factors in his favour. But look, there's one way there's one way and possibly one way only to uh, silence all this talk, and that's for Australia to do well in the UAE. If they perform well on this tour, then you know uh, people are going to stop talking about uh, who's out and um, you know start talking about who's in. So 
I guess, uh, that, you know, Australia have to back up this bold selection with, uh, with some performances. I guess if you're trying to read between the lines, maybe Langer is using some kind of motivational technique on Maxwell and just thinking, look, I want to get the best out of him, so I'm going to give him a bit of a disappointment and see if I can motivate him to score more hundreds. That, that's the only thing I can see that could be going on because Langer was unequivocal to Waitley that it wasn't a personality issue and he was happy with Max's performance on the England tour around the team. So maybe it is just some sort of Langer technique to get Maxie to perform better. Well, possibly, but I mean, I guess you could say that about the times that Maxwell was left out under Darren Lehman as well. So it's not exactly a new strategy if uh, if it is a strategy so yeah I mean look Maxwell had a disappointing IPL he had a disappointing one day tour of England which is kind of the period I guess where Aaron Finch has, has got himself into the team so that would suggest that Langer was, was watching pretty closely what was happening over there and uh, I think that's formed a lot of his uh a lot of his decision-making. Yeah, astounding stuff. Considering Maxwell was given strong indications he would be going to the UAE and considering he elected not to play county cricket and he wasn't selected for the Australia A Tour, it's a howler. Ben, that's all I can say. In my opinion, in my emotionally charged opinion, it's a bloody howler, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's certainly, uh, it's certainly a shock, yeah. I mean, like I say, with, with any selection story... The proof's in the pudding, really. So we'll see how this Australian team, and specifically the batsman picked ahead of Maxwell, go in, in the UAE. 2 nil Pakistan. I've already called it. All right, now let's just look at a few other selections before I let you go. Uh, as I said, I think some of them could have gone each way, but Joe Burns missed out, and I would guess Aaron Finch probably took his spot, considering Joe Burns played Australia's last test match in South Africa. I think what probably counted against Burns was he has struggled on past Australian tours in the subcontinent. I think Sri Lanka, he really struggled a couple of years ago. So I think he probably, that counted against him. And you would have to say Finch seems to be better player against spin bowling where the, the ball doesn't bounce as high. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I think... Um I think Burns is almost as hard done by as Maxwell, to be honest. Um, you know, I think it's just because he's a lower-profile player that he, he hasn't received the same attention. But, um, you know, if you say Maxwell feels every right that he should have gone on that Australia A tour for India, then Burns is exactly the same. He played the last test uh, in Johannesburg um, under very difficult circumstances. Oh, I'm not saying he did well in that match, but he did make a 43 in the, in the second innings, batted through a session. He's made a couple of very classy hundreds for Australia in the past. So, look, he, he's a player that they've obviously made a decision on that they just don't think he's part of their their plans, which is fine. But I think if you apply the same logic as, as what we're arguing for Maxwell, then the, the same probably applies for Burns as well. Yeah, I just remember some pretty tough innings he had in the subcontinent. But, yeah, I agree with you. He's very unlucky. Well, I think Sri Lanka's his only tour in the subcontinent. I can't think of another one. So he hasn't exactly had a lot of opportunities over there. Yeah, and, um, you know, you talk about guys with character. Joe Burns seems to me the sort of character you'd want in the Aussie team. Uh, Pete Hanscom, he may have batted himself out of contention, but this is some of the things that infuriate me, Ben. You take Hanscom last year to India and Bangladesh give him a wealth of experience in spinning conditions. We're going back there for a tour to spinning conditions and you leave Hanscom out. I mean, he showed enough in India and he showed enough in Bangladesh. He played a couple of key innings that 
it would seem logical to me that given that experience, you would take him to a tour in similar conditions. Uh, I'll probably disagree on that one. I don't have a problem with him missing out. I don't think his form's been good enough for the last you know 12 months. So, you know, he did well, I guess, in patches in India and Bangladesh, but uh, that didn't make 100. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with that decision. I think uh, th- there has to be an element of form come into it, and he's not in form. Yeah, I see that, but uh, yeah, I disagree. I, it is one of the ones that could have gone either way, and I haven't seen a lot of him batting in the Aussie tour. I mean, maybe he looks so out of touch there, they just think he needs a bit of time here to get his game back. Uh, Jai Richardson, anointed as this next quick bowler with some extra zip, uh, went on the last test tour to South Africa, not picked on this tour. I mean, he's, he plays in Western Australia under Langer. Seems like a, a strange one. Yeah, he's a bit stiff, but, I mean, he hasn't played a test match yet, so new new coach, new, um, well, I guess not a new selection panel, but a bit of a new outlook, and Doggett's overtaken him. That, that, that one has raised a few eyebrows in state circles. I think people thought Richardson, um, probably a bit of bowler, and, uh, and also maybe Chris Tremaine with his record in shield cricket perhaps deserved a, a shot ahead of Doggett. So, but Doggett's... He's, um, oh, I don't have a huge problem with it. He's probably not going to play. He's there as a shadow for Mitchell Stark. And uh, if they see him as someone that they want to get a bit of development into and a bit of experience, um, it's uh, it's hard to argue with. But certainly Richardson and Tremaine uh, can feel a bit unlucky. And just quickly before I let you go, there are a few good selections in the squad. Uh, I do like the Peter Siddle selection. He's bowling very well. He's shown in the past he can guts it out in those tough conditions. What do you think of East at all. Yeah, we sort of flagged that in the paper last week and, uh, you know, when I heard it last week, it sort of made a lot of sense to me. Um, you know, he's, he's not only in good form, but, uh, he, you know, you've lost Cummins, Hazelwood, Warner, Smith. Uh, it's a huge, huge amount of leadership and experience out of the team and I think Siddle just brings a, lot, brings a fair bit of that back. So I think he's a good person to have around the, the squad and, uh, and he's in form and with with the fact that Cummins and Hazelwood are on the horizon to come back in the summer, look, if, if Peter Siddle does pull up a bit sore, we hope it doesn't happen, but if he, he's probably going to bowl a lot in the UAE, and if it takes him a while to, to pull up after that, then it's, it, it's it's not a huge deal. They've got the, the other guys coming back for the summer. So, look, I think Peter Siddle's very much just a, you know, it's going to be a conditions-based selection and a circumstance-based selection from here on out. And this is a good tour for him. And uh, I think if all keeps going well, the Ashes in England next year will be a good tour for him too. Uh, I agree. Last one, Manus Lobeskagne. Try saying that one late at night. Has he done enough to be there, Manus? I mean, he took a good catch as a subfielder a few years ago for Australia. But, I mean, has he done enough to jump some, leapfrog some of these other players we've named? Well, I don't think he's going to be in the first 11, but yeah, look, I, I think it, it's a fine selection from the point of view that um, Justin Langer did say all along that, that Australia A tour was going to be critical in his thinking for how he um, how he came up with the squad, and Marnus uh, performed well. He's probably, I haven't added it up, but I suspect he was probably Australia's third best batsman over there, behind, um, or maybe fourth behind... Mitch Marsh, Kawaja and Travis Head. So Marnus did um, perform well over there. I think he was the second or third leading run scorer in the last Sheffield Shield. He's a very good fieldsman. And they just there's something about him. I mean, when you've got a, a bunch of candidates who are 
all averaging between 35 and at the very most 40, you know, a bit of gut feel has to come into it. And, um, you know, that's what the selectors are there for. And I guess they've got an instinct on, on Manus Labashangi and uh, I'm interested to see how he goes. Same. All right, Benny. Well, look, thanks for taking my call. I'm, as I said, I'm a little bit upset. I need to go and just chillax now and sort of let this wash over me. I I, I thought with Langer, this sort of nonsense, this sort of nonsensical selections would end, but obviously there's a bit more to come and gives us more to talk about. Uh, let's catch up soon and talk about it in greater depth. No worries, Menace. Thanks for the chat, mate, and I'll talk to you soon. Oh, well, listeners, that was Ben Horn from Sydney's The Daily Telegraph, one of the gun cricket writers in the country. I'm your host, Andrew Mensel. There will be a full Cricket Unfiltered podcast next week with Lisa Stalaker, where we will sort of go through uh, this announcement in greater detail. But I'm astounded. I think that the new era of Australian cricket has got off to a poor start. I'm willing to go on record with that. And let's just see what happens when we get over to the UAE. Okay, before I go, I'd just like to ask you, if you've got a moment, please go on to iTunes or whatever app you listen to the podcast and please rate and review the show. It's a great way of other listeners to find the show. You can also find me on Twitter at Amenas. You can find the show at Oz Cricket Pod. Email any questions before next show to Oz Cricket Pod, AUS Cricket Pod at gmail.com. You can find all my information on andrewmensel.com. You've been listening to Cricket Unfiltered, and we'll be back next week with another show. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.